Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Alex Leverett, uh, lead writer on the Arcoma chapters and voice actor for Ron Barton. Uh, just dropping in with this quick message before this exciting episode of the show uh, to let you all know that I wrote a book. Uh, it's called In Between, an Arcoma Story, and it is a short novel depicting Polvo Poplip's story as a man living, quote-unquote, in between the Undercity and the Surface City of Arcoma. It's out now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Author House, and more. Thanks, guys, and enjoy. The City of Arcoma. A dark place filled with- God damn it! It's still fucked up! This is Ron Barton. Through some technical difficulties, my audio recorder keeps making these noises and- isn't responding properly. I don't know how any of the professor's tech works and- keeps up, my memory disks will be at risk. Glean if he knows anyone that uh, might be able to fix this. nothing for that device and if I don't find someone to help me soon I could lose all of my research device with it have you tried finding someone me hub or the calm waters area damn it Leon I already tried almost no one knows how this tech all right all right calm down please buddy this can be fixed what you need to do. What I need is someone with the expertise to just walk past those doors and. And that means I'm gonna have to be really lucky for that to happen. For now, I'll just turn it off. Testing. Testing. Ah. Testing. Testing. Ah, God damn it. I don't know what to do. I've already tried every stupid thing. Excuse me, sir. Do you need help with that recorder? Huh? Oh. Yes. Do you know how to fix one of these things? Who? It's my field of expertise. Oh, thank you. Here, please, please help. Gotcha. Now, let's take a look. This dial keeps being pushed, which means it's a problem inside. Just take her off. Now let's see. That wire goes. That wire goes there. 
that red wire is supposed to be there. Then I flip that, and then... Testing, testing. One, two, tie my shoe. Three, four, knock on the door. All right. I think that does it. All right, let me see. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> That's as crisp as the Sam's apple. Holy shit. Oh my god, I, I owe you everything. Uh, oh, um, my name is Ron Barton, by the way. Pleasure to meet you. I'm William. William Howard Levitt. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on a sec. You have the know-how to fix a powerful device like Ron's recorder. You have the last name Levitt, and you have that there emblem on your shoulder. Friend, are you a tinkerer? You have a good eye, sir. I'm from the Calm Waters workshop. Now, Mr. Buck, if you don't mind me asking, where did you acquire an audio recorder? These are almost unobtainable up here on the surface, let alone in the entire city of Arcoma. Oh, uh, well, you see, Mr. Levitt, uh, between the three of us, I'm actually not f from Arcoma. Uh, I'm here to record research on the city to send back to my professor. I've been recording stories that people tell me in the inn uh, to get a better look at and uh, perspective of the whole city. Hmm. I've had to work jobs all over Arcoma, and I've never met someone from outside the city. I, I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. Uh, also, if you're okay with it, would you mind telling me about the Tinkerers? Uh, like, how were they formed, and what their goal is? Your story could really help my research. Hmm. I suppose I could tell you. I'm technically supposed to be on a scouting mission, but sharing a story sounds like a better idea. And less boring, too. Now... Most people think they know the story about how the Tinkerers were created. Born from the great inventor Noah Levitt. However, that story is false. Wait, for real? Uh, you didn't know about this, Leon? Not at all. Well, now you got me hooked, Tinkerer. You gotta tell me this story. Sure. See, Noah Levitt wasn't the creator of the gang. However, his image inspired it. Noah Levitt was born about 60 years ago. He was from the border of Arcoma, what we now call the Calm Waters. From a very early age, he would try to build things he found and fix stuff he came across. His parents worked in the factories and he led a very dangerous life given the air quality back then. However, everything changed with the GAM year. <laughs> Fuck yeah, GAM year! Best time to be alive. Do you know what GAM year is, Mr. Barton? Oh, yes, I actually do. Uh, I was told it was uh, the uh, Great Arcoma Miracle. Miracle was putting it lightly. Everyone I know who lived through GAM said it was the best time to be alive. It provided the citizens a much more hopeful outlook for the future than people hadn't felt since the beginning of Arcoma itself. Noah was about to turn 19 when GAM year started. And seeing his moment to make history, 
He went on to build as many inventions as quickly as he could. From complex respirators to a machine that could warm up food, he tried to create the next big thing. But nothing ever really caught on, considering most of his inventions either blew up or didn't function as they should. Well, he must have created something that was revolutionary if a whole game decided to form in his honor. Well, you see, it's not so much what he created, but more about what he did. Uh, how do you mean? Well, during this time, Noah's parents died from a rare kind of bone disease. Damn, that's terrible. It was for Noah. He was devastated. He began writing in a diary, constantly saying he was lonely and scared. He began developing paranoia and died in a fire he accidentally created. So is that what gave the gang the inspiration? S sort of like a continuation of the man's legacy. Uh, the guy who just wanted to build a better Arcoma. Well, as Noah was constantly creating things that got him free press, he met a lot of women who themselves were excited with the GAM year and hopeful for the future. And he, um, uh, brought some home with him. He was 32 at the time of his death, and private security officers, well, actually found his diary in a garbage bin half burned. It was hard to read, but there's a good chance he slept with over 600 women. Wait, 600 women? Holy shit! That man must have been a prune by the time he was, what, 26? My god! I sort of learned some tips from him. 600 women. How could anyone have that kind of mental or physical strength? Dunno. In fact, it wasn't even believed for a long time until 20 years ago when science started getting more traction. They did a test study on 30% of Arcoma citizens. They found 8% of that 30% to have the same DNA as Noah Levitt. I've heard of players before, but damn. I don't know whether to be jealous of Noel Ever salute him. Wow, this story is incredible. But this begs the question then, uh, how exactly did the Tinkerer gang start? Well, you see, for a while, having the DNA of Noel Levitt was kind of taboo. Seen as a sort of insult to someone to have the DNA of a crazy, sex-craving pyro damas who got killed by his own doing. Then there was this guy who was a descendant of Noah who declared himself as the continuation of his grandfather's legacy. So this person was the one that created the gang then? Sure was. His name was Isaiah Washington. He would repeatedly say that Noah was screwed by the world before he had a chance to make anything of value and that he was rightfully continuing what his grandfather started. So, after he finished school, he went out, bought himself property, changed his name to Isaiah Washington Levitt, and declared himself total ruler of the Tinkerer Gang. Oh, interesting. So, what eventually happened after the creation of the gang? Well, Isaiah made a few rules. Number one, Anyone with the DNA of Noah Levitt can join the gang at any time. But if you don't, you could still join the gang, but you have to go through a long bureaucratic process of background checks. 
What? You're telling me the gang has, like, a bureaucratic process to get more members? <laughs> uh, no, no offense any means to your gang, friend, but that sounds completely ridiculous. <laughs> Say what you want, but it made sure the gang wasn't overrun by the wrong people. And if some wrong people try to wiggle their way in, it ensured that we could handle them real quick with no issue. I see. So, what did Isaiah do as the leader of the Tankerers? Well, at first, he tried to establish contacts all over Arcoma, which got him into a bit of trouble with already established gangs like the Sewers and the Demons. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the Demons? I... I don't remember Leon telling me about those. Oh god, the demons. Nasty sons of bitches they were. Uh, see, Ron, gang warfare has been going on forever in this city. Good people join bad causes, and the demons were definitely in it for a bad cause. They basically thought humanity deserved the, the reckoning and it received. They wanted to destroy the rest of our coma. Blow up places, take over neighborhoods, and all that fun stuff happened almost daily thanks to them. Holy shit. They sound horrible. Oh, they were. But you don't have anything to fear. The demons are dead. Gone with the ash of history. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, how? Like, what happened to them? Uh, there's, there's no way a gang of that threat level just disappears. Because they didn't disappear. Nearly every single one of them were killed thanks to Isaiah's actions. That's right. Isaiah had to regularly go after them because they would interfere with his plans. One day, he stopped a hostage situation where the demons threatened to blow up a charity center. And in the process, he rescued a little girl. The charity center labeled him a hero. Soaking up his new fame, Isaiah got more aggressive with the demons. He would shut down their operations, kill dozens of demons on a whim, and one time destroy two of their bases. Oh, incredible. What else happened? Well, Isaiah went on to establish the Calm Waters district itself. It was a way for him to keep people on his side and swoon over him. He didn't even make it to provide safety for anyone. It was more of a reputation thing, you know? However, his formation of the Calm Waters created a new living space for people to, well, actually live. All of this made his gang popular, and dozens of young people joined him, willing to make a change. It sounds like he was a real game-changer. He was. He and the gang even began to experiment with building weapons. However, things began to go bad. Really bad. Uh-huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Because of Isaiah's achievements, many individuals tried to start their own gangs. We had a whole alphabet soup of names. The Diablos, the Mustangs, the Sons of Arcoma, the Capital Swords, and many more. Isaiah became more paranoid about losing power and his fame. And he began to crack, in a manner of speaking. In this mental state, he began experimenting more and more. Where he created... The Gun. Wait, he created the gun? <laughs> That's insane. Wait, what did the what did the first one look like? Reinforced wooden tubes connected with each other. And when you pulled the trigger, they all connected. 
It would fire steel from a hole on the front. The chamber. You had to open it and close it every time you wanted to fire something. But it was still powerful. It's with these weapons that the illusion of grandeur that the gangs had was shattered in the public eye. And that's right. See, Ron, while a lot of people saw gangs in a positive light, others didn't. And with more and more crime being generated by all the gangs, suddenly the majority of Calmwater's district thought, hey, you know, maybe this gang warfare and bullets being fired on the streets at the drop of a hat ain't such a great thing after all. <laughs> so a bunch of lawyer guys got together and formed the private security force. Uh, private security force? Mm-hmm. An organization dedicated to combating crime. It's the first of its kind, as a matter of fact. They trained and became soldiers. And the PSF made its intentions clear. They'd try to destroy every single gang in Arcoma to bring peace. Ah, I see. So, the fact that the Tinkerers are still alive means the security force weren't able to take you guys down, but they were able to bring peace? Not really. The PSF and its creation acted as more of a mercenary force doing stuff in bad faith and breaking rules. As long as money continues to support them, though, they'll be functioning. Wait, wait, wait. What about Isaiah and all the other gangs? Most of them were destroyed in the Battle of the Center. The Battle of the Center? Holy shit, yeah. See, Ron, eight years ago, the gangs got together to try and make peace and draw borders so they could stop killing each other. An agreement led by the Tinkerers and the Demons. All was going good until a disagreement got started when figuring out who gets Arcoma Center in the Dark District. And then out of nowhere, some fool shot a gun in the air and... Well, everybody started freaking the hell out. Began shooting at each other. The Demons began throwing bombs everywhere, destroying buildings. Isaiah rallied the Tinkerers and began creating a defense barricade. And the rest of the gangs just shot in every direction they could. <laughs> that is crazy. Yep. They call it the shot that shook the center. Several of my superiors lived through that huge battle. They said they were nearly blinded from all the ash and smoke that was blown everywhere, and nearly lost their lives due to friendly fire. They said it was like getting caught in a sandstorm of smoke and bullets. Wait, so how did the PSF respond? Well, at first they couldn't. When the demons began chucking bombs in the center, they took out most of the communication centers. And since Arcoma is huge, and the center was infamous for gang violence and being far from the borders, people didn't think much until the few people who lived in the center came to the borders to escape nearly a day later. The PSF were dispatched to the center, and when they got there, they created an even bigger bloodbath. When they got there, they basically fired on anything that moved. Gang members, citizens, even stray animals were spared. Shit was nuts. Small gangs like the Mustangs were all killed off. Medium-sized gangs like the Diablos and the Capital Swords were nearly destroyed. And the demon leader was killed. The whole demon gang was decimated. Isaiah died with a shot to the head, so the Tinkerers had to retreat. The only gang not destroyed in the battle. With Isaiah dead, a new leader was elected. Raphael Canton, who took the gang out of criminal activities and made us a protection force of the Outer Rim Districts of Arcoma. Wow, all of this is incredible. But wait, what about everything else? And what happened to the center? 
Well, the PSF kind of turned out to suck at their jobs. Because they lost the center to the sewers, another gang on the rise took control through the power vacuum that the demons left behind, then the Mafia said to have taken control of the Dark District, but that can't be proven, so who knows? And now we are here. Tinkerers are still here, but we kind of had to step away from the gang branding since the idea of a gang is a bit taboo these days. But now, districts call us Gewalts. A new word someone made up which basically means we're responsible for most of the stuff that makes life tolerable here in the outer districts. <laughs> anyway, that's about it. What do you think? This was an amazing story, Mr. Levitt. This will help my research even more than what I have right now. Thank you so much. Glad to hear it. Oh, please, please, let me buy you a drink. It is the least I could do for you repairing my device and all the material that you just provided me. Well, I technically should be on my way now, but I most certainly like your idea better. All right, then. Uh, hey, Leon, give him three of whatever he wants uh, on me. Coming right up! All right, I'll turn this off for now. Ah, once again, another successful recording, and thanks to the Tinkerers, or specifically one of the members by the name of William Levitt. Ah, hopefully I shouldn't run into any more problems with this device, I don't think. So, today I learned of the gangs that have control over Arcoma and a battle that occurred in the center of the city long ago. I'll try and see if I can get a bit more in information about the workings of the criminal underworld, because um, we didn't really get to see a lot of that, but uh, I'll try my best. Uh, till next time, this is Ron Barton, signing off one more time. Episode 6, The Good, The Bad, and The Tinkerers, was directed, produced, and edited by Isaac Atlas. Written by Daniel Ochoa, at absolute underscore squish. Voices. Ron Barton, played by Alex Leverett. Instagram alex.leverett. Leon Jagerty, played by Blake Mitchell. On Twitter, at Snow. William Howard Levitt, by Kareem Cronfley. On Twitter, at BullshotUK. Music by Isaac Atlas, Blake Mitchell, Transatlantic Ragebauch, and Stephen Siebert. Podcast artwork by Saparius01 on Instagram and Luna. Join us on Patreon to get access to the shows one week earlier and exclusive Patreon content. Thank you for listening.